This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Last year... Remember when this division was just for the taking and the Bucs won it, even though they were a bad football team and we kept waiting for Tampa Bay to get better. We thought Tom Brady is the quarterback. They have the tools. We're just waiting. We are waiting. And it just never happened. They made the playoffs. They lost to the Cowboys 31-14, a game that clearly was not close. And then Tom finally made it official on the beach. Remember that when he got on the beach and he was a little little misty and he said guys here i am i was just thinking about it and it's over i'm i'm gonna retire i'm gonna miss tom but i will also say that i've had a little bit of tom fatigue over the past couple of seasons tampa bay is really going to miss tom and it is i it's weird to say end of an era when you're talking about tom brady and the buccaneers but when you win a super bowl with a team certainly you have your place in that franchise's history and that's exactly what he did it definitely counts as an era if you win a super bowl and that's what tom brady did he came in there and completely turned around a team that was incredibly tough to watch listen i was there during the terrible years i was in fort myers as a tv reporter and they would send me to some of these bucks games the years that they had Jameis Winston. Let me tell you, there was about like mm, 115 huh. people in the stands. They had some terrible games where I think the Ravens beat them like 49 to nothing in the first half. And it was like one of the worst games in franchise history. So there is a good chance that the Bucks could return to that form where nobody comes to the games. The quarterback play is going to mm-hmm. be atrocious. And it's back where they started before they got Tom Brady. Because here's the thing. Here are the obvious statements. If you can't have a winning record with Tom Brady as your quarterback, do you really think you're going to have a winning record when Baker Mayfield is your quarterback, when Kyle Trask is your quarterback? And I think the answer is probably no, because doesn't it look like this is the definition of a rebuilding team? Oh, there's no question about it. There's zero question. This is the Super Bowl tax that they're paying right now. It's kind of like what the Rams are doing. Not exactly Mm -hmm. similar situations, but the Buccaneers have more than $74 million in dead cap space. Think about that for a second. They are just completely locked down as far as what they can do. And there's a quote from Bucs general manager Jason Licht, and he said this to the Tampa Bay Times. This was part of the plan going back to 2020 when we signed Tom. At some point, 
we're going to have to pay the bills. Well, now the Bucks are paying the bills. They have some great individual talent, but as a team, particularly when you're talking about trying to move the football, they're going to be rough to watch. Oh, for sure. Because I will say they still have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Like, that's a pretty mm-hmm. good one-two punch. And I was trying to think, if we were thinking super positive here, like, remember, isn't that kind of the setup that they had in Seattle where they had yeah. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, two pretty really solid receivers that at least the quarterback can alternate his throws to. So maybe that's the case here. I just think it all starts from the quarterback position. And also, I'm wondering how good this offensive line is going to be now because they've made some changes. It looks like they're moving Tristan Wirfs, who has been uh, outstanding since joining the league, but he's been playing uh, right tackle. So now they're going to move him to left tackle. Um, I would assume that he can probably do it, but still it's something that you have to write down. And also the fact that Tom Brady made it a lot easier on offensive lines Mm -hmm. because he is one of the quickest throwers of the football in the National Football League. So the offensive line probably looked a little better because they didn't have to protect him for that long. So we'll see if the offensive line continues to be a decent one when it's a different quarterback throwing the ball. Uh, but still, a lot of question marks here for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm trying to think, are there any bright mm-hmm. spots here for you other than Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? Mm, not really. Now, they do have, I will say, they do have some serious defensive talent. Devin White is great at linebacker. So is Shaq Barrett. Now he tore his Achilles back in week eight. So he is a great player, but he'll be trying to get back to 100% this season. They also have Jamel Deal. They were able to re-sign. He's a very strong cornerback. So they have some pieces on defense that are impressive. Their issue truly is going to be moving the football. And by the way, I don't know if you heard, they're bringing back the creamsicle uniforms this year. And so is it a coincidence that they're doing this in a year where they're expected to be the worst team in the division? No, because those creamsicle uniforms, you know what I'm talking about, the bright orange creamsicle mm-hmm. that they used to wear back in the 70s when they got started as a franchise. And by the way, they were they were beyond bad. There was bad, and then there were the like the 70s Buccaneers bad where they just didn't win anything. They were a joke of an organization. So now they're like, yeah, let's bring them back now because now we're going to be really bad. I I just don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Yes, they have Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, who had his one shining moment with the Rams last year. Remember, this is a dude who got benched in Carolina for Sam Darnold. Let that sink in for a second. Let me try to wrap your head around that. Hey, I got signed, and then I got benched for Sam Darnold. That's what happened to Baker Mayfield. He goes out to L.A., and that incredible comeback went, I think, against the Raiders now he's with the Bucs, but this is the guy over time. He has a little cachet, but he is certainly not the same quarterback that went number one overall to the Browns. And then you have Kyle Trask out of Florida, who's just kind of been waiting in the wings. He's thrown nine passes in his NFL career. So you think, okay, we, we don't have a quarterback who can, who can throw the football, even though we've got two great receivers. What about running the football? The Bucs were the worst rushing team in the NFL last season. Do you know how many runs of more than 20 yards they had all season? Three. Three. Imagine if you're an NFL football team and you're trying to run the football and you've got only three rushes of more than 20 yards. So, yes, there are nice individual pieces, but that offense is going to be slow and go. It's going to be like watching molasses. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. I will say to the effect of a bad run offense, they also Mm -hmm. threw the ball predominantly. Like when you have Tom Brady, you're going to be a pass first offense, but you're right. It was not an efficient run game either. The other question mark I have for Baker Mayfield is that if he couldn't make it work with Sean McVay, who I thought if anybody could kind of turn, you know, whatever he was into diamonds, maybe it'd be Sean McVay can, you know, scheme up some packages because he's an offensive minded head coach. You know, we thought it would maybe work there. Mm -hmm. But when you look at Todd Bowles, he's a defensive minded head coach. So I feel like Baker Mayfield is going to take another step back if he even wins the starting job. But the elephant in the room in this whole discussion is that The division is still very bad. The Saints, the favorites at plus 125. Mm -hmm. At least Derek Carr looks like a solid quarterback. We know the Saints usually have a solid defense as well. Uh, The Falcons have a ton of talent. We talked about them yesterday. If you missed our discussion, it's on the podcast. Daily tip, just search wherever you get your podcast. Then we have the Panthers and, of course, the Bucks at plus 750. We talk about bad divisions, how sometimes they're wide open. It still doesn't feel like it's worth a swing for me on the Bucks to win it. They just don't have it. They just don't have it. Look at the quarterback talent in the division. David Carr is clearly, or Derek Carr, Derek I should Carr. say, is definitely the the class of the division when it comes to quarterbacks. We don't know how Bryce Young is going to be, and I'm not going to step in front and say that Desmond Ritter is going to be the guy. John Chuckery yesterday from Atlanta, 92-9 the game in Atlanta, was really big on Desmond Ritter, says the franchise really likes him a lot based on the four games he played at the end of last season. But clearly, Derek Carr is the guy who is the class of all the quarterbacks there. And it really does. This is a quarterback league. We know that. So can I make a case for the Buccaneers who have issues moving the ball anyway with Baker Mayfield as their starter and so many holes across the that's the thing they have great individual talent i mean really if you look at their their linebackers devin white and shaq barrett are as good as it gets that's a really strong couple of linebackers there but the problem is around them they just don't have a lot of talent and they are hamstrung by winning that super bowl they would do it all over it again but to your point chelsea even though the value is there certainly i even a best case scenario i i can't come up with a plan for the Bucs, even if everything falls their way, where somehow they end up winning this thing. All right, so we have decided that we're very low on the Tampa Bay Bucks. I know that's yes. not a scorching hot take, but in the betting world, do we think low of them enough to take the under on their win mm-hmm. total? It's six and a half. I think for me, I'm hitting the under. It's just for a reason. It's minus 135. We see this in the NFL. When teams are bad, 
they're usually very, very bad. And I think the Tampa Bay Bucks have mm, a ton of potential to be one of the worst teams in the league, especially when at least the other teams in their division, which is supposed to be a bad division, at least have mm-hmm. some potential. Like the Panthers at least have Frank Reich. They at least have a quarterback that, you know, has some ceiling. There's a reason you took Bryce Young so high overall. And then the Falcons mm-hmm. have a laundry list of talent this year. It all hinges on Desmond Ritter. And then the Saints, always a good defense. And David, God, Derek Carr. Now you got me one. I know. David Carr. I know. I know, uh, I know. Derek Carr, <laughs> um, best quarterback in the division. So I think wins are going to be hard to come by. Would you hit the under six and a half with me? Yes. I've been doing nothing but talking poorly, talking poorly of the Bucks the entire time. I just don't see it. I Every now and then, even when you see a team that is, and depends on the division, right? Because each division is built differently, and this is not necessarily a strong division. But every now and then you can find a path and you can say, look, maybe the schedule's there. We could see some improvement. The Carolina Panthers are a good example, right? They are second to win the division. They are behind the Saints. At, or, sorry, they are third to win the division at plus 350. Now, I don't know how Bryce Young is going to perform, but if he has a really good rookie season and all of a sudden Carolina gets the quarterback play, which they have desperately needed for a long time, then you say, well, okay, maybe there is a way. But when you're talking about the Bucs, and I hate to keep harping on this, but Baker Mayfield is a known commodity. You know, he, he's I, I, I'd be stunned with this team around him if he steps up and becomes this guy who's the number one overall pick. We know who the Bucks are, and that's why I can't make a case for it. Also, I've already believed in the Baker Mayfield reboot once before. I can't do yes. it the fourth time. Like, I believed in him in Carolina. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, so round four, no thank you, please. I would like to get off this ride. Yes, I would like to never ride on this again. I think the top three teams in the division, Saints, Falcons, Panthers, and again, you're talking about odds that are fairly close, and then there's that huge drop-off to Tampa. There is a reason for that. I just don't see it for the Bucs, but you know what? Again, they would say, if it means a Super Bowl, then we would do it. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.